Hey guys, it is Open Tabs. My name is Burt Kreischer. I am taking my pants off and I'm doing this week's episode pantless because the state king Paul Baldwin got to 5,000. This is tough, man. I feel like I'm trying to get laid in the back of a Jetta. Paul Baldwin got to, if you see my junk at all, Halston, blur it out. Right. Oh my God. Okay, here we go. And they're off. And we're off. How do you feel? I feel fine. I don't mind being naked. You look like Tommy Pickles. Who's Tommy Pickles? From the Rugrats. Oh, thanks, I guess. He's a kid that doesn't wear pants. Oh, I feel like Tommy Pickles then. (laughs) Uh, We're doing it pantless because because Paul Baldwin got to 5,000 followers on Instagram. Thank you, everyone, for following him. And this is my promise to you. We got a great open tabs this week. NPR came up with their top 50 albums for the year. And the top 10 were all women. Old meathead mouth breather over here fucking reared up at that. No bros. Come on, man. And then I listened to them. And we're going to review those albums. And they're pretty fucking good. I might have found my new favorite artist. And I'm going to need you guys to hit me up with some great southern rock artists. It, It awakened everything. This whole NPR thing awakened everything in me. It made me be like, fuck. Singer-songwriters rock. Like, whatever happened to singer-songwriters? Like, I've been listening to so much hip-hop. By the way, I will say, I will call racism on NPR's part. They had Big Boy do the Tiny Desk, and they didn't even fucking put him in the top 50. I'm not even fucking around. Maybe there's too many old white guys. Maybe the patriarchy is rocking NPR a little too hard. If you don't get that, Big Boy's album was Boomiverse was maybe one of the fucking best albums of the year. I listened to that album so much. Lil Wayne wasn't on it. Meek Mill wasn't on it. Kanye wasn't on it. There was a lot of black... Uh, there was a black... A lot. All black men were ignored on that list, which is fine. I understand inclusion, I guess. I think I do. I'm trying to tuck my... My junk is sticking up in the air. Why are you wearing sweatshirts is what I want to know. Uh, because I knew I was doing it pantless. So I'm trying to cover up my fat rolls. Yeah, but the computer's blocking you from the screen. Body rolls, body rolls, high kick, high kick. I'm drinking. I'm making a uh, lamb ragu in there for my daughters. And then I'm in Spokane this weekend. This is Open Tabs. It's a show where I go through with all my Open Tabs throughout the week. And we pop them off. Let's just start off with the top... I don't want to... I don't want to... I know this is going to get us pulled down immediately trying to listen to these ladies' music. No, it should be fine. You think so? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, let's get. Let's start with something. Ooh, I found a fuck Mary kill uh, website. <laughs> Have you ever seen one of those? No, I didn't. Dude, know. this is great. I don't even know who these people are. Fuck Mary kill Rose Leslie. I bet this is the patriarchy. Only guys came up with fuck Mary kill. Although I bet girls play it too. Taylor, Tanya Tate, and J- I don't know any of these people. So we'll just say fuck kill Mary. I don't really care about these. Let's see what the next ones are. Ooh, you can play guys. You can play guys. All right, fuck Mary kill Liam Payne who I think is in Backstreet Boys or uh, something like that to to something. Josh Hutcherson, who... Well, I'm going to kill them both because they seem like they're underage. I'm fucking marrying Sidney Crosby, and I'll fuck Liam Payne. All right? <laughs> Brandon Ruth, Damon Lewis, and Ralph Fiennes. Okay. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> I'm going to marry Ralph Fiennes. I'm going to fuck Damon Lewis. And I'm going to kill Root Brandon Routh. All right. Let's see if we can get Thomas. I don't even know who the fuck these people are. Can't they do fuck, marry, kill? Is there an age thing? It seems like this one's for like young girls. Because the one of the guys you said you would fuck is in One Direction. That's what I meant. Not Backstreet Boys. One Direction. 
let's just fuck, marry, kill until we get someone we know. Here we go. All right. Christopher Waltz, Charlie Carver, don't know who he is, and Peter Capadelli. Are you screen recording? I am screen recording. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Fuck this game. How about fuck this game? Yeah. Marry this, this podcast mm-hmm. and kill this pussy. Yeah, that's dude. that's old patriarchy talk. I haven't talked like that in forever. It's because you're pantless. That's what it is. I feel like a bro. Offset had a tearful apology to Cardi B. Cardi B is on the top ten list. Promised my daughters I would not know who Cardi B was in 2018. I'm almost there. I promised my daughters that I would never research who Cardi B was or one of her songs. And and there have been times when she's in a song and I just skip to the next one. So my daughters will go, Dad, that's Cardi B. <laughs> but I do not. You know, you can't even like. Celebrity infiltrates you. It infiltrates you. The mm-hmm. the media. I know that Cardi B is mar- is dating Offset. That they just had a baby. I know that Cardi B's sister is maybe the most interesting person in all of media ever. I didn't know that actually, dude. She is fucking awesome. I heard her and Offset broke up, right? Yeah, dude. Have you seen uh, Louis got heckled? Did you hear that? Uh-uh. Yeah, let's just go to For You on whatchamacallit. And it basically is like, you hit For You on Google News, and it's like, ah, we know what you like, stupid. Yeah. Heroic women who heckled Louis C.K. by yelling, get your dick out, has no regrets. Of course she doesn't. She's in a perilous society. She can't, there's no, she can't fail. She can't fail. Plus, it's funny. By the way, by the way, it's, as a comedian... It's not. It, I know being in Louis' shoes, it's not funny. No, no, no. It's no. not funny to Louis. I, I don't understand why she said, "Get your dick out." That's a woman who doesn't have a. That's someone who doesn't have a dick. Is take your dick out, take your dick out, not get your dick out. <laughs> get, your dick. get your dick out. Let's, get it out. We should take some cheeseburgers later. No, let's eat some cheeseburgers. Let's get some cheeseburgers later. We should take some. Who wants to take some pasta? Do you want to take some pasta? I took some pasta inside of myself earlier today. The woman was only had one yingling. She wasn't drunk. Uh, she is from Chicago. She's a copywriter. She is obviously a feminist, or maybe just a woman. Oh my god, can't talk about it. It's turned into a bit. I have. The, I saw the greatest fucking video ever, and I can't talk about it open tabs. I can just turn it into a bit. Great. Anyway, um, get your dick out. Would you ever say that to a woman? Get your tits out. Take your tits out. Take them out. Take them out. She's a copywriter, for Christ's sake. Come on, woman. You're a copywriter. You know the fucking verbiage. Now, I'm going to be corrected because it's no, it's get your dick out. You'd say that if you if the person knew their dick was needed to be pulled out ahead of time and you showed up and their dick wasn't out, you'd be like, get your dick out. Like, that's how you say that. Mm-hmm. But you Or... Don't- or the dick is in the room and you don't want the dick to be in the room anymore. So you're saying, get that dick, get the out, dick out of the room. Yes. Get the dick out just doesn't, it doesn't work phonetic, not, not phonetically. By the way, I'm, I'm not as smart as a woman who yelled this or Louie. So I shouldn't be commenting on any of this. But Nimesh Patel kicked off stage in Columbia University for inappropriate stand-up set. Have you seen that? Yeah, I heard about it. It wasn't that bad. He was basically saying that uh, black guys have it rough. And I guess Columbia was like, no, you're from India. You're Asian. You cannot talk about black guys. <laughs> Dude, I'm starting to become a fan of Lena Dunham. What? I know. I know that's not brand friendly. That if you're a guy, you can't like her. But there's something about her that really reeks of just like obliviousness and honesty. 
Like okay. um, she's being honest. She when she says fucked up shit, she's not she's not uh like lying. I think she's doing the real thing. Did you read that article about her in the in uh New York magazine? No, profile? but I think I put it together. She's the girl version of you. <laughs> yeah. He might be. <laughs> she might be oblivious. There was a line that they wrote in this article that made me laugh so hard. This is the funniest fucking line. This New York magazine. I read the article. I read the article and she just is. I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know how. I, I don't hate her. I can't defend her per se. But I see what's happening to her. And it's almost like she can't stop fucking up. Mm-hmm. By the way, part of me thinks me by just doing a podcast and talking as much as I do, I'm putting myself in the same fucking place. I just don't read comments. This is the line they wrote about her in the New York Times or in the New York article that I thought this was the funniest. It's a sad line, but it's funny. Race is a chronic blind spot for Lena Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> That writer is a fucking great writer. She did, as she didn't grow up with a lot of diversity in New York City private schools, she explains. Race is a chronic blind spot with Lena Dunham. I just thought that was funny. I can't hate Lena Dunham. I can't hate her because if if you hate Lena Dunham, you hate in yourself what would happen to you if you became famous. Because everyone would fuck up royally. It It takes a fucking, look at athletes. They just stop talking altogether. Well, I just want to thank my offense. My defense, like athletes are like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't pay off to talk anymore. If you talk, you're just getting fucking slammed. Let's get out of here. Have you seen the murderings on Red Dem, Red Dame Redemption? Oh, I've been playing it since it came out. Dude, I saw this guy feed a girl to alligators. Oh, we're definitely going to fucking find these, talk about these guys. That's Lil Rogan. Arian Foster has a fucking great podcast. I forgot I Googled these drunk last night. Who is that? Arian Foster. He's a guy that said, I think I could kill a wolf. On Rogan's? Vice is doing a TV show I pitched. <laughs> okay. The title, okay. Changing subjects off of Lena Dunham, but pivoting just a tad bit. Just a t- <laughs> This is going to look like I, uh, this came up because of that. Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Annoying feminist fed to alligators. Have you seen this? I heard about it on it is, Joe Rogan's podcast. It is. I heard about it. I heard about it on Joe's podcast as well. Yeah. And I was like, that can't be real. So I, I Googled it and I watched it. You, you, I hope you, if, if you're watching this now, watch this with us. By the way, I'm going to stop when it stops being funny. Okay. Because it's not funny. There's, like, there's a point where you're like, so how far will we take this? You can do whatever you want in that game. It's fantastic. It's I don't know if it's fantastic or very disturbing. Here's the thing. This is what made me laugh, okay? It's a national disgrace. Oh, fucking why wouldn't the video just load? You think you're better than me? Is that can you pick you your know, words? It's no. terribly important. What is? Voting? Yes, Voting? terribly. So the guy's got, if you're listening, the guy's got a coonskin cap on. He's got a, a saddlebag around his chest. He's in like a, a like a, a beaver pelt. He's he's for obviously like a Daniel Boone kin. And the woman is, uh, she's wearing the suffrage, women's suffrage. It looks like for Mary Poppins when they were trying to get the right to vote. And she's standing by what looks like Tompkins Square Park and saying she sh- that you can hear her. The whole country will stop making such a pig's ear of everything. There'll be no more wars, no hunger, no stupidity. 
will elect a woman president within the first 10 years, of course. You see, men are such judgmental prigs. You need us women to help straighten you out. Okay. Okay? Okay. With us helping, I'm not saying there won't be trouble. I just think we'll do a better job of things. All right. I'm on. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Good luck. Good luck. And then he walks away. Now this all right here, I'm like, oh, I thought, okay. Here. I'll stand here until I... Okay, that's apparently where you change. Where you get control. Yeah, where you get control? Yeah. Okay, when that comes up, then you get control. Yes. Okay, you see the guy's face. He's in a, 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 it's a bear hat where it's a bear and you see the pelt of the bear going down his neck. This is what made me laugh out loud at Facebook Live when I was in Facebook headquarters where everything is so fucking PC, you can't even drink a beer. They asked me not to curse on my own stream. I did my own stream on my own fucking page and they were like, please try to keep it PG, PG-13 if that. And I was like, these are my fucking fans. You didn't accrue <laughs> these fucking fans. I'll talk to my fans the way I want to talk to my fucking fans. Cunts, you cunts, you dirty cunts, you poon tanging whore, cunt, cunt, cunt. So yeah. I talk to my fans. You definitely shoot that feminist in the game. Here we go. No, I, I, I'll tell you where I'd you stop. Ignorant fools. Here we go. This is what made me laugh out fucking loud. Bonjour, monsieur. He's like, oh, I can also speak French. All right. Let's go back to the horse. If it takes until the rest of the 20th century. This is the woman that set him off, apparently. The woman that was like, if it takes until the rest of the 20th century. He goes back to his horse, gets controls, okay? Women need the right Alert. The autosave slot already contains a fine night for it. Saved it. Do you want to otherwise overwrite data in the slot of the current game part? I don't know what that means, but... It's just a save thing. Just keep going. And, they did everywhere that and now he is in a fucking hooded mask. He is in The Others. Do you remember the movie The Others where they just showed up in those fucking... Those those pillowcases over their face with their holes cut out. As soon as I thought saw this, I started laughing so fucking hard, and I was like, "Oh shit, he's going murderous on them right now." This blew my mind that this is available. This blew my fucking mind. You got to remember, I was the first generation of Pong. I got Pong. Mm -hmm. Pong blew my mind when I was like, "Whoa, Dad and I are playing a game in the television." Like that's so crazy that we're playing a game in the television. Then Pac-Man, I remember Pac-Man. I remember Pac-Man and people saying that this will cause overeating. <laughs> Who saw that coming, right? They weren't wrong. And then I remember video games coming out. I remember video consoles. I remember I remember Sonic the Hedgehog and marijuana with widespread panic. That's what I would do. Oh. Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> marijuana, widespread panic, freshman year of college. I remember going out. I remember when the Xbox came out and everyone was like, you got to get an Xbox. And I got the PS2. I got the PS3. I got the PSP. I got the Xbox. I remember the snowboarding games. I remember getting high and disappearing in snowboarding games. Mm -hmm. I remember Grand Theft Auto 3 mm -hmm. when you could go in and kill hookers. And that was fantastical. This is Blade Runner mind-blowing next level. <laughs> I don't even know if you're playing a game, this guy... You're living in a world, basically. This is Westworld. Yeah. This is fucking Westworld. Definitely, yeah. And it defines what kind of guy you are 
ultimately, I have questions about the guy who's playing this game. I have sincere questions that we should look into as a society. We should flag this guy. I'm not comfortable with the way this guy plays the game. I'm not joking either. I know everyone's like, oh, Bert's going to love this. This disturbed me. This disturbed me that this goes... I kept thinking, I'm being dead serious. Now, this is going to go too far, right? How many people playing this game, if given the opportunity, would rape another man in prison? What? That's all I could think. That's all I could think was... How far would you go if you could if you could be homosexual in this prison in, in this game? Would you do it? That's all I could think was this is your inner thoughts. This is who you really fucking are. No, I would, I would never kill a person in a video game. It's not who you. What? what I would are you never kill. About? I would never go in. This woman's done nothing to me. I would walk past her. It's not a woman. It's a it's a bunch of numbers and Bullshit. data. It's a fucking woman that he goes in. Democracy. He goes over to this woman. Is a sham. Walks over casually, no one says, hey man, the guy's wearing a mask. Dude, this is where it gets fucking creepy. Like, right now, I'm like, yeah, hit her. I've played this part. These Right there, you're like, wow, you knocked her in the ground. You knocked her to the ground, and she's running, not that fast. And he throws a lasso around her. He's chasing her with a fucking lasso. He's chasing her in a mask, and no one's saying a word. Then he's like, fuck it, I'll get on my horse. I'll get her with my horse. And there she is. She was not, she's not good on her feet. And he takes off with her. Dude, this is different than just punching a hooker in Grand Theft Auto 3. It's a little, yeah. You're dragging a woman behind a horse on a rope. You're dragging a woman who's saying he's out of control. Like, she's saying real shit. Dude, kudos to these game makers. This is... You fucking blew my mind. It's like the most... um, extensive video game of all time i've never but by the way i just i i'm i want to get this but i'm afraid of who i am no (laughs) dude it's not even done he drags her through the streets ties her up takes her into a swamp and she's fucking drowning in the swamp and then just feeds her to an alligator you sound like my girlfriend watching me play this game bro i think you might be broken (laughs) I'm not even joking. We're watching an old woman just voting for her, fighting for her right to vote. Getting there's no way feminists have not seen this. It's not a fucking documentary. It's just dude. A it's video. someone decided to kill an old woman and feed her to a fucking alligator. You can't do that, dude. In prison, in prison, right? Red Dead Redemption Four is all set in lockdown. That's. I mean, think about that. Think about that for one second. It's not a bad game, right? It's it's uh it's it's baller. It's called ball. It's called kingpin. You get arrested, you get thrown in jail, and the whole game take pl- takes place in jail. <laughs> your first day in jail, you got to fuck someone up, right? Right. You got to fuck the right guy up. Then you got to work your way up the gang system. Do you sexually assault another dude in the shower to get? I think you have to, right? For power. <laughs> <laughs> you can just unplug the fucking game. Dude, these redemption, red, 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 dead, whatever it's fucking called, Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. You know what felt weird to me was like shooting a dog in the street. You shot a fucking dog? Yeah, I just wanted to see if you could do it, and you, yeah, you can do it. And it was, it was sad to me. It Dude, was. this is what happens in the Armageddon. <laughs> if Kim Jong Un comes in, drops a dirty bomb, and all our fucking electricity is taken out, we are going ham. We are an inch away. This video game proves we are right by the purge. (laughs) 
There are kids willing to beat up an old woman, throw on the back of a horse, feed her to fucking alligators. Feed her to fucking alligators. That's like 118 years ago. Wait, by the way, how hard is it to, to get to the part where you beat up women and throw them to alligators? Does it take a lot of work? You can do that first day. You can't do it first day. You can you can beat up anyone and feed them to alligators on the first day if you want, but that specific feminist is part of like a, a side mission that pops up. What can I do? I'm a, I got to get this game. You can do whatever you want first mission. Just come over and play mine That's for like happen. a couple hours if you want. I'll tell you what I'm going to get. I'll tell you what I'm going to get, which I need you to do a little research on. What? Oculus. Oh, nice. Oculus. I want to play the game. Do, do a tab into research or hey, hit us up if you know anything about this. I want to do Oculus where they you get a two by four and you walk on a two by four, but it makes it feel like you're yeah. 200 feet in the sky. Mm-hmm. I want to do all that shit. Okay. I want to do all the fear-based stuff of like, of like, oh my God, I'm on the edge. I'm on the ledge. I'm skydiving. I want to do all that fucking shit. Yeah. That, see, that for me is like more connective. This is almost, if I walked in and my son is in his boxers and he's beating up feminists and feeding the alligators and he's like 12 years old, I'd be like... That's a little much for a 12-year-old for sure. Yeah, you got to be at least 20 if you're going to do that. I got Grand Theft Auto. I wasn't allowed to get Grand Theft Auto until I was 13. And still, like, that was pushing it. Meeting incest hillbillies and getting poisoned? Yeah, definitely. That happens. Wait. (laughs) How do you like it? It's good. Different. Mm, mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tom is in this game? Turner. Yeah. Uh, that's fucking crazy. All right, let's get out of this. Vice, uh, by the way, I pit, they, I didn't pitch a show. They didn't steal this show from me. I pitched a show around, uh, and and uh, no one wanted it. Vice shot it. I should have pitched it to Vice. This is a really cool fucking show. What is it? It's called, uh, they fucked up the title of it, just giving you guys a heads up. It's, they should call it uh, One Star Something, One Star Reviews. It's a guy who goes into Yelp and finds One Star Reviews and then goes to the place and lets them redeem themselves. I'll give you my notes real quick, Vice. Uh, and and I'd love to hear the notes from uh, Noah Cap from Carnival Eats because me and him are kin in this. I think it's a, a little too feel-goody. I think it's a little too redemption-y. I like the idea, but the way Vice's media works... You're raw. You're you're the they should not. The guy clearly knew that they were from Vice and they're coming in and that he's gotten bad. They told him the plan of the show. Are you talking about the tattoo artist? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I watched it. Yeah, yeah, I watched it last night. I like the host. I like when they pick hosts from Vice. Today we're living in a digital age where practically anyone can review. I like the way, I like the way Vice picks their hosts. I really do. Like this guy doesn't look like he belongs on TV. I love his shirt. I like a lot of things about this. Visit these one-star review spots and see if, in fact, they are as shitty as the internet makes them out to seem, or if they're just misunderstood. So, welcome to one-star reviews. Oh, that is what it's called. Hey, change the name on the thing, Vice. This is a great episode. This is a really great episode. I loved it. I loved it. I watch all these. Uh, it's got it's gotten uh, two million views in two days, I think. So that guy goes to a tattoo shop that has one star specifically with this one artist there's a ton of bad reviews for this one guy yeah but and then the guy's like well i was going through some shit and the guy's like well that makes sense no it doesn't it doesn't make fucking sense he still gets a shitty tattoo he does get a shitty tattoo that he's got to get covered up or lasered off he's like i love it and i'm like what yeah i was like what fuck well you did see the shirt he was wearing the shirt he was wearing was a little ridiculous yeah. Do you, I think that might be a little bit of hipster chic. Like he was like, I, it's ironic. It's like the way riffraff dresses could be a four hundred dollars shirt for all we know. Uh, it's not. 
<laughs> All right, let's get out of that. That was a cool thing. Dude, Snoop Dogg might be the best storyteller in the world. Yeah? Snoop Dogg might be the best storyteller in the world. And by the way, Arian Foster, I would love to have you on my podcast. I will fly wherever the fuck you are to do your podcast. Arian Foster, football player for the Houston Texans, one of the best interviewers, just a really engaged and, and curious interviewer. This is his, this is just listen. Tell me this. The, what I love about a story is when it starts off strong, right? Tell me if this interview doesn't start off strong. Master right? P, put hold on. Snoop's fucking voice is perfect. Yeah, it's awesome. Snoop has the best fucking voice across the board. Play that again real quick. Suge Knight made money in rap. Master P put money in rap. Break that it's down. A for big me. difference. When I was on Death Row Records, we made a lot of fucking money. But Suge Knight controlled it all. Mm. Everything was in his name. He distributed the money. He passed it out. He gave you what he felt you should have. We got a lot of money. Mm. But it may not have been what we supposed to have. Mm. On No Limit Records, Master P taught ownership. These cars are in your name. This house is in your name. This account is in your name. It's almost like a preacher. Do you see the way he does that? It's natural to Snoop. I think it's from some rap. Comes from rap. These cars are in your name. Mm-hmm. This house is in your name. It's a rhythm. It's just like you guys Dude, talking to stand up. S- S- Snoop is so. Listen, to this story is a good story. You're gonna go get you some business. You're gonna go open up something. You're gonna establish yourself as a businessman. Shit that I wasn't taught on Death Row Records. All my cars was in Suge Knight name. Wow. Get pulled over, police. Oh, uh, yeah, Mr. Knight. Who? I'm not Mr. Knight. Wow. All my cars? And that's how you found out? Yeah. That's crazy. Remember, I'm a young nigga that just... Yeah, yeah. I'm from the hood, and I'm signing my life. One with Dr. Dre, nigga. And I'm, I'm on the first single? <clears throat> that's crazy. It's, it's, this, this shit's got to be better than this shit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Where's that paper? Yeah, for sure. You understand what I'm saying? I remember Come when on. you made the switch. Yeah, I remember when you made the switch. Well, um, I mean, you still got a good relationship with him today? Me and Suge, cool as a motherfucker. I'm cool with Suge. I'm cool with Master P, Dr. Dre. I'm cool with everybody. Yeah, I mean, how can you not be cool with Snoop? But I, I had to go get that cool with him. I had to go sit down with Suge when we wasn't cool. Right. I seen him in uh, Vegas. I was, uh, you know, moving around, doing my thing thing. And, um... Whoop Wop was getting the hotel room, nigga. She said, Whoop Wop. Hi, Shug. I'm like, <laughs> Turn around. And my security, he, big old nigga, like 6'9, 340. I love he that. Immediately owning. I love that, by the way. I got to tell you, man, I really like, I wish I could tell a story like this. The way he just does it slow, smooth, the way he jumps from story to fact. Boom. Boom. Shug like, doggy dog. Man, tell this nigga I ain't tripping, man. Tell this nigga to kick back. Because it's like my dog is on him now. Like, calm down. Sit. 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 I said, all right, nigga, check it out. You know where I'm at. He said, nigga, let me come holler at you. I said, let me finish with this real quick. What was the temperature at that point between the relationship? I would have left, I would have left that out. And by the way, storytelling. He's such a good storyteller. I'll critique it. Let me finish this with this real quick. There's no detail in there, so I would have left that fact out. Mm. Let me come holler at you. And then I would have just gone straight Hot, to Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hot. Like he, I had niggas that w- He just pulls up like a gun, like everyone's got guns. Right. They seen him before I did. Right. I had to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me holler. All right. So this is what I do. I say, when I finish with this little woo-wop I'm with. <laughs> That's the line I wanted right there. Woo-wop. I'm going to have my folks come down here and tell you what room I'm in. And then when you come up to my room, ain't going to be nobody in there. Just me and you. Okay. okay. And by the way, in the storytelling of this, I would have I left that until later. Five minutes, I sent my nigga down. Go get cuz and tell him to come up. I said, matter of fact, don't even come up with him. I want him to feel comfortable. Just tell him where we're. Matter of fact, give him the room key. Uh. God, Snoop's good. Come on in. Nobody in here, just me and my nigga Superfly. Superfly sitting right next to me. But Superfly ain't no threat. He just producer nigga that's just want to hear exactly what's happening. So we chopping it up. And the whole conversation is, nigga, I loved you, nigga. I could have saved you. I had nothing but love for you. And his conversation was, nigga, I love you. I ain't got nothing but love for you. But why did you try to get me pop popped? Kill him. When you loved me. You know what? I forgive you. Gee. I ain't gonna do nothing to you. This nigga's outside that wants your head right now. I ain't gonna do nothing to you. You can go and walk up out here and we're gonna be cool from this day forward. And we've been straight. It makes me wanna start beef with Snoop just so I can have that meeting. <laughs> Arian Foster, your fucking podcast is awesome. I went through a bunch of them last night. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. The greatest thing that's ever happened to me on. Uh, yeah, I Googled my own savage moments. I wanted to see if they were in fact savage. Th- hang on one second. This is maybe my favorite thing that's ever happened to me. So a few weeks ago, I saw, th- these two black guys. They're, they're they're really great. It's it's called Frankenstein's Lab. Is their YouTube channel? Okay, a couple weeks ago, we're I'm bullshitting. I'm we're texting back and forth. Me, Joe, and Ari and Tom, and I get I find this video. It says two black guys watching Tom Segura's stand up. Have you ever seen this? No, dude. It's first of all, it's great. I will say their reaction. It's I I then I realized. Oh, I've watched a bunch of them. You got to hear them them re- reacting to Tom's God damn it videos. Let's just go to videos. Hey, by the way, um hey guys, these two guys, I don't know their names. Your your YouTube YouTube page needs to be fixed a little bit cuz it's hard to find all your videos. But like let's see, it's them watching videos. It's them watching videos and then they're high as fuck, I think, and just laughing. I've seen them. The first ones they did were on Bill Burr, right? Oh, they do this a lot. Oh, wow. I thought they just did Bill Burr, me and Tom. They do everything. What are they called? It's called Frankenstein's Labs. RF. I spelt that wrong from the beginning. Frankenstein's Labs. F-R-A-N-K-E-N-S-T-I-E. Never mind. E-I-N. Yeah. Anyway, someone's. I, I go to their things. I like watching them st- watch stuff. And sure enough, they got Burt Kreischer, the machine. So people are watching you watch Two guys black guys watch stuff. There's there's <laughs> no re- more rewarding feeling as a comic than when you make black guys you don't know laugh. Bl- like two just black guys that... Because black audiences are a lot more um, almost like discerning of what they like, of what they laugh at. 
and uh, and there is a really rewarding feeling. And I saw them do Tom, and I saw them do Bill first. I saw them then do Tom, and I just texted it to Tom. Tom's like, "This is fucking awesome. And it's really cool that these that that these two guys would." It's so easy to be like, "That's fuck that. This is corny. This is it's a shit on something to celebrate something." It takes a different personality, and these guys are high as fuck. I think they're high as fuck. Just watching comedy and loving it. Them watching Bill Burr might be the best, because them watching Bill Burr is like, fuck me. Let's go to Bill Burr. Watch. This, this is them watching. Yeah, but you, okay, look. My point is they watched me. They watched the machine story and reacted it. Oh, they, they did? They watched the machine oh, story, nice. and they liked it, and that made me feel really great. It, really great. Open invite to both of them if they want to come on my podcast. Definitely blow up your YouTube channel. Watch them watching Bill Burr. This is fucking awesome, okay? This has got 700. Ah, it's as hot as it goes. What up? All right, so we got another Bill Burr clip. Another. (laughs) This is a funny dude right here. Yeah, Yeah, very funny. Surprised I haven't found him before, bro. Dude, there's so much I like about these two. I love the background is bare. You see shadows of them on the back. Clearly, he's run his chair up against the back of it a bunch because there's marks in the wall of where his chair is. I love and their eyes are like like this, so you know they're high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them around. Haven't really missed too much of a stand up, but yeah, funny dude. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last clip we saw was how you know the N word is coming. Ah, yeah. Oh, that was a good one. That was a really good one. How you know the N word was coming was a good one. Because you're like, fuck, are they going to like this? And it was a good clip. It's a funny bit. Everything can be funny, people. Stop. Uh, This clip is called uh, No Reason to Hit a Woman. Okay. Okay. Got a topic on it, so let's go. Let's go. Let's go. No, we have these huge battles. You know what the maddest she ever got at me was? One time she was watching this show, it was like a poor excuse for the view, and they started talking about domestic violence. By the way, I think this is exactly what I do. <laughs> I just watch clips online yeah. and react to them. People are watching you watch people watch people. Dude, this is me <laughs> watching two black, black guys watch Bill Burr. <laughs> right? For the nine millionth time this year, they're talking about domestic violence. Just in case, you know, you didn't get the memo, you know? Evidently, you know, some people didn't get it. It's not okay to slam your wife's head into the cupboard drawers <laughs> because she didn't dry the can opener off properly. You know? I think I just like watching people laugh. I think that's my, my joy is watching people. I love laughing and I love guys that laugh. These guys, go watch the video for yourself. I'm not going to play Bill's bit for him on his thing. I feel bad doing that. But this is a great channel. It's called Frankenstein's Lab. Mm-hmm. By the way, these are two guys that have put no thought into their career whatsoever. They, they've they called their channel Frankenstein's Lab, right? No connection. They should call it Two Black Guys, One Clip. <laughs> two Guys, One Clip. That's what they should call it. But shout out to them. If they ever want to come on my podcast, they can. Let's wrap this up. We got to get the fuck out of here. Oh, they should come be on Open Tabs. Yes. 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 Hey, what do you know their names? Can you Google that? Frankenstein's Labs? I'm sure we could figure it out. Hey, shout out to those guys. Please come out and be on Open Tabs. I would love to have you on Open Tabs. One episode up at Open Tabs, and I'll play clips I don't think you've seen. I promise you you haven't seen. Stand-up ones especially. Oh, that'll be great. That's a great idea. All right, come out and be on Open Tabs. Let's get out of Google News. 
Uh, Limp Bizkit's got a new album coming out. Wes Borland played the tracks for it. Did you hear that? No. Do you want to hear it real quick? These are what these are what the riffs sound like. Here we go. Wes Borland. By the way, if I ever if you ever run into Wes Borland, you know what to ask him. Where are you going, man? Home. Is it home though? <laughs> That's it. Here's another one. All right, I'm out. Uh, I, I can't wait for I will, I will definitely buy the Limp Biscuit album. Kevin Hart's hosting the Oscars. Let's get out of there. The Chrysler Family Photos. Get out of there. Roast Battle posted something and then it got deleted. Let's get out of there. Fuck, I have so much shit I want to cover and I haven't covered. The, okay, let's... Okay, how much time have we done? We're like 38 minutes. Oh, oh we're, we're fine. Time, we're yeah. fine. Let's go through... The top, the top 10 albums on NPR, okay? And we're going to cruise through them, and I'm going to tell you my favorite ones. Now, I am all about progress. I say that out loud, but I don't know if I really believe that, but I am all about progress. Sometimes when progress affects you, you know, you go like, well, what about me, you know? But when I heard top 10 albums were by women, I was a little bit like the hair raised up on my neck, and I was like, really, guys? Not one guy? I mean, discounting men is just as bad as discounting women but i think it's a great way to then say no but they have been discounted let's now promote them and i will say that was genius in what npr did because watching these looking at listening to these albums it just introduced me to 10 albums 50 albums really but 10 albums would as what i watched of of definitely artists that would not have been on the top of my list i'm not huge on female singer songwriter i'm not huge on um female vocalists. I'm not huge on uh, a lot of the uh, international music. And I'm, I'm obsessed with uh, with Latino music lately, like personally, but I can't find any good shit. So these are their top 10. I've got them locked and loaded in my YouTube. We'll go through them. I think this is in the route they do. Okay. Tara Wack, have you ever heard of her? Mm-mm. She is great. Now, by the way, another thing about this, I think she was number 10, but... Tierra Wack, Tierra Wack. I apologize if I'm not saying the names right. Um, I'm not good at reading, but. Yeah, Tierra Wack. Is it Tierra? Mm-hmm. I think it's Tierra. Tierra Wack. It's eyes first, right? Tierra. Yeah, Tierra. Um, I think she's. A, the video plays into it because I love the video. I was watching the video last night with a little bit of buzz. I love this. Listen to Tierra Wack. like this I like something different Beating my open mail This ship here won't sail Best believe I'm gonna sail If I just be myself I'm ahead of your tails Red paint on my nails Keep shit to myself Listen to myself Writing bars in my cell Rice next to my kale Shirt holy like grail Distant for my health my name whack ring bells Yes, I've changed like whales I'm doing so well So I say, oh well I don't tell no tales Should've spent time in Yale This is the part that fucked me up right here In the video, they cut to her face Right now, this is all her hoodie and her fingernails Bitch, shut up, don't yell Air boy, take this L Right here uh. And it looks like she's been beating the fuck up 
like one whole side of her face is like lopsided and like uh and maybe beaten up or maybe she has a disease but looks like be- you know maybe she has a disease like the elephant man must have not have cleaned off the can opener wait where did we just hear that bill burr oh, god damn it <laughs> Probably would have blew up a night. I was white. We're at with a mic and we're really baggy tights. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah. So, this is the very first one I listened to. And I thought, I would have never listened to that in a million years. But now I like it. I was like, that's kind of cool. Thanks. It's kind of cool. All right, let's get out of that one. What was next? Kaylee Uchis. Uchis. Isolation. Oh, isolation? Yeah. Uh, let me get isolation up. This is Kaylee Uchis. And then I'll I'll get uh I think we just get I think we just get the song song. I should have played the one I was listening to. Here, let me go back to the one I was listening to because here we go. Because I liked it. So immediately I'm like, I'm like, I don't think I have anything on my playlist that has like a harp in it. I was like, cool. What is this song? It's called Dead to Me Acoustic. This reminds me of college when I started smoking weed a lot and started being opened up to different musics because they sound different when you're high. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Okay, cool. All right, we got that. It's not, I probably wouldn't buy the album. Probably, I mean, like, what I like is hip hop, ultimately. What I like is hip hop. And I have a weird click for like, for like, uh, grunge singer songwriter shit, which is gonna, you're going to see in a second. I'm going to show you my two favorites. Well, let's go through. I'll run through all these, and then I'll tell you my two favorites, okay? Okay. So that's Kelly, Kelly Uclitius, Rosalani Malimente, Rosala, Rosa, Rosalia. Rosalia. This one was cool, because I've been into Latin music a lot lately. Have you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Fuck face. <laughs> that's a weird... There's something about all Latin music that maybe it's if you're from Florida that you just immediately love because you hear it and you feel the streets. You feel a guy in a Guayabera with a fucking fedora with a coconut in his hand just walking down the streets with, with chuclas. What they, how do you say? Uh, chicletas, chuclas. I love Spanish. Out of all the languages, oh, that's a tit right there. What do you think that she's saying right now? I like riding horses. We like riding horses. Catching a horse is difficult. You've got to make sure you get them over to the stable. Mm-hmm. To put the saddle on them, you got to have an apple carrot. And then you shoot a feminist in the face and feed it to an alligator. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, that's Allah. That's uh, her. This is Robin Honey. Robin Honey is another one. Honey by Robin. Honey. 
Okay, a lot of these are for women. Like, a lot, obviously, a lot of these are going to appeal to women. Let's just go to my two favorites. Can we just go to my two favorites? Yeah. All right, let's get out of the 50 best. And Because I, I don't want to just go like, oh, say them. And, oh, that's there we go. Uh, Casey Musgraves, have you ever heard of her? No. She's not bad, uh, I think. Oh, oh, Casey Musgraves. Okay, let me take that back. She's not not bad. She's hot as fucking shit. And she is like a Taylor Swift, but with a little bit of honky-tonk to her. Dude, Casey Musgraves will be fucking huge. I will never talk shit about Casey Musgraves out of everyone on this list. Now, I will say there's two of these people that I think are better than Casey Musgraves, in my opinion. But I'm not talking shit about you, Casey. I'm Team Casey. Casey's going to be fucking huge. First of all, listen to her. And then she, and and let and let it be known, she is a hot, tall Courtney Cox. Okay, here we go. This is the beginning of the music video where they're driving through. There's a arrow in the that's called. Can you see where people dig this? <laughs> my girlfriend just put the her boots on my dashboard. If you won't yeah, have a drink, then you're a prude. But they'll call you a drunk as soon as you down the first one. If you can't lose the weight, then you're just fat. I like this positive but too. If you lose too much, then you're on crack. Play this for your daughters, dudes. Play this for your daughters. This is the next Taylor Swift. Okay, I guess the internet was okay. Whatever you want, so make lots of noise, kiss lots of boys, kiss lots of girls. If that's something you're into, and straight. I like that Christian vibe. Kiss lots of boys, kiss lots of girls. If that's what your thing is, if whatever you want to do, yeah. All right, let's just get to my two favorite. Let's get out of this. Janella Mole was fucking awesome. She's number one. We're gonna talk about Freddie Soto. And then we're going to talk about my two favorite. Number one. Now, let's start with number two. Number two is a girl named Mitski. Do you know who she is? Mm -mm. Dude, as a musician, tell me you don't love this chick, right? She goes in to do Tiny Desk concert, and it's her and a fucking electric guitar. Nice. Dude, love this chick. Can I also say I love this trick chick? By the way... <laughs> I'm not. I'm a little drunk. Can you tell? You just called her a trick. I love this trick. <laughs> she is not white. She looks like she's uh, from the islands, maybe a little bit Asian, yeah. maybe Filipino. Um, just gets out, no makeup, hair not fucking put up, done up, just tube top, jean shorts, and rocks it with an electric guitar. Just check this out, awesome. okay? Fuck yeah. Somebody's driving and he will be drinking and no one's going back. Cause we've tried hungry and we've tried full and nothing seems enough. So tonight, tonight, the boys are gonna go for more and more and more. And I wanna love that falls as fast as a body from the balcony. And I wanna kiss like my heart is hitting the ground. 
is she not Whoa, fucking awesome? That's super poetic. Dude, she's fucking awesome. Mitski. Dude, she's fucking awesome. I'm sitting there going like, am I, am I listening to Billy Bragg? This is fucking rocking out. I'm holding my breath with a baseball bat, though I don't know what I'm waiting for. I am not going to be what my daddy wants me to be. I thought of Isla the second she said that. I'm not going to be what my daddy wants me to be. It's like a Paramore meets Alanis Morissette sort of thing going on, I Dude, think. It's, it's awesome. I, I don't know what any of that means, but oh. fuck yeah. You know Alanis Morissette. Smell that it's wet grass and smoke in my hair. I think I've had enough. But he wants a finale and I came prepared. And we're not going back. And I've tried sharing and I've tried caring and I've tried putting out. But the boys, boys, boys keep coming on for more and more and more. And change, change, change is gonna come. But when, when, when. And I wanna love that falls as fast as a body from the balcony. And right. I wanna kiss like my heart is hitting the ground. This is my line right here. I'm holding my breath with a baseball bat, though I don't know what I'm waiting for. I am not gonna be what my daddy wants me to be. <laughs> Dude, love this chick. I love this woman. I don't mean to sound whatever you know what the fuck i'm saying do you feel like you want your daughters to be anything in particular though uh immediately why when i watched these two women i was like i want yeah i want them to be rock stars yeah I, this is what <laughs> i want i want them to be rock stars djs professional wrestlers something like that that's awesome. i don't want them to be lawyers what the fuck we have in common with a lawyer let's check out little back let's just i've introduced you to mitski okay let's see if we can find mitski on just on youtube of like with her band so was she she just by herself in that tiny desk show with a guitar. That's Here we awesome. go. Here we go. This is Mitski with a full band behind her. My god, I'm so lonely. So I open the window to hear sounds of people to hear sounds of people. Venus planet I gotta be honest with you. I want raw Mitski. Like I liked, I like the raw Mitski. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure that she has this other on other parts of her album. I'm gonna buy her album. All right, Mitski. Shout out to Mitski. If you ever want to come on my podcast, open invite. Uh, obviously, you're fucking awesome. All right, here we go. This is number one. You ready? What is it, Lucy? How'd you know? Because I saw your tweets and I did some research on her, and I would like kind of. I did. I watched this couple of her videos I'm and her obsessed. stuff. I'm She's good, man. I've been listening to her all day. She's great. I sent it to Tom and Christina. and was like, yeah, this might be my new favorite artist. Check her out. Did you listen to the song uh, Addicted or whatever it's called? Yeah, I've listened to all of her songs. I've, yeah. listened, I've nonstop listened to Which her. Which one are you going to play? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, f- I, feel like I want to play I want to play what I found on her first because okay, I yeah. liked it. Yeah, yeah. So this was Tiny Desk. <clears throat> this is Lucy Dacus. By the way, the reason I like this song is that I feel like this person. Sometimes. Every time I've ever tried to kiss someone, I feel like this person. I don't want to be funny anymore. 
<laughs> Immediately I connected with this song. I was like, every time I've ever tried to kiss a chick, I've been like, oh, I don't want to be funny anymore. Because they don't take you seriously. Yeah, because no one takes me fucking seriously. I don't want to be funny anymore. Lately, I've been feeling like the odd man out. Dude. I heard my friends saying things that don't mean out loud. I don't want to be funny anymore. I got a too short skirt. Maybe I can be the what a great, what great lyrics, She's right? She's 23. She's 20 fucking three. She's 23. All right. I'm going to get fucking, Isla. I'm going to get Isla to be one of her roadies. She's a poet, dude. Dude, That's she's crazy. a fucking poet. <laughs> yeah. This is a great, the lyrics of this kill me. Her voice is beautiful. If not, then I'll be the biggest fan. I wonder how many chicks feel like this. I don't want the joke to be. They're the backdrop. Lucy, you're a bad motherfucker. Let's see, you want to hear Addiction? Is that the one you like the most? Yeah. Addiction was a cool song. That's on, on her new album. I really like the video, too. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen the video. Yeah. We'll oh, go I'm fucking YouTube. in. Official music video, 10 months ago, 132,000 views. By the way, I will let you know, if my tour links up with Lucy, I'm going to her show, and I will do my meet and greet there. Find out. <laughs> I'm being serious. Find out if Lucy and I... I will have I will sell out all her fucking tickets. Not that she couldn't sell them herself, but I will tell every one of my fans to go to that fucking show. We'll do a meet and greet after the show and go fucking pimp her out. She is that fucking good, man. I'm obsessed with her. I've listened to both her albums in the car today, driving to spin class and driving home. Traffic's a nightmare. Here we go. Addictions, this is the music video. This is a really great song as well. By the way, her music speaks to me because she's like, I don't want to be the funny one anymore. Addictions? Um, really? What's the other one? Someone's belt's too tight. I lost my sunglasses. <laughs> Here we go. I don't want to tell the machine anymore. Lucy Duckus? 
Uh-huh. She's going to be in Savannah, Georgia, Please March 7th. Wait, am I there then? I don't know. Oh. Freeze frame tied away in the passenger side. I'm still a nervous kid after all this time. Can you imagine what it's like to be? She must be Canadian. I like that little transition. She's from Virginia. Yep. Nailed it. Richmond, Virginia. Like that video a lot it's a great video she's awesome man both both of them, those are my two favorite Mick, mitski and and lucy are my two favorite thank you npr for selecting only women this year because i i, I gotta be honest with you it have been cool maybe you selected some dudes that are like them because <laughs> i like i like good music so it, it doesn't need to be all women maybe next year just dudes will be cool maybe for the rest in the next 12 years not just men 
Just Men for the next 12 years, the way we had it for the previous 12 years. Do you, uh, want, do you want a guy song that I really like recently? Yeah, I would love that. Are Ty- you fucking kidding me? Type in uh, Movement by Hosier. Oh, can I ask you, though? What? Do you know who uh, Boy Genius is? Uh-uh. I want to type in, because Lucy apparently is a part of Boy Genius. Boy Genius. She's a part of a, a super group called Boy Genius. Boy Genius. Oh, that's so funny. No, it can't be right. I can't be right on this. Listen, listen, this is Lucy's apparently a part of Boy Genius. Hold on. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to promote some men right now because I have to. It's my gender. It's my obligation as my gender. I got to play Mishka Shibuli. Have you listened to him? Mm-mm. Oh, hold on. Okay, 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 okay. I'm getting into a feminist rabbit hole right now. So Boy Genius is a super group. It's three women. Lucy's a part of it, and they just told me their new LP is fucking phenomenal. Mishka Shabuli told me their new LP is phenomenal, or maybe it was Andrew, and and I'm going to listen to this, but this is them. It is three women. It is Julian Baker, Lucy Dacus, and Phoebe Bridgers. Bridgers, Bridgers. Bridgers. So they just put it on an EP this year, it looks like. Yeah. Apparently it's fucking amazing. Awesome. Here we go. Who do you want to sing at your funeral? A man or a woman? I don't I don't have no idea. <laughs> I don't think it really matters. Amazing Grace. A man, a woman, a white man, a black man, a white woman, or a black woman. I really want like a big Samoan guy. Or or a Mexican woman in Spanish. Mexican man. I'm going Mexican man in Spanish. Okay. That's gotta be online. There's gotta be a video of fucking Mexican man amazing grace in Spanish. Uh that's gotta be. That's gotta be right. I want this played at my funeral, everybody. Parabala, not parabala, but like ah ah ah. Amazing grace in Spanish. Oh. Spanish version of Amazing Grace. Here we go. I bet. Let's let's see. Okay, just for the record, it's a. Uh, it's a woman, for the record. Here we go. Come on, come on. Speed it up, lady. Speed it up. Oh, here we go, here we go. Picture a dude singing this. Yep, that's it. That's my jam. Amazing Grace in Spanish, but with a dude in a in a in a marachi outfit. I think this is actually not. It's not like the like the an anthem. This is like amazing. It's like one of the, a Christian song that they sing in churches. Amazing, amazing love, oh, for amazing real? grace. Yeah, that. Oh fuck! All right, back to the boy genius. Stay out of your this girl looks like a daughter. 
That's how old she I am. She is. Then no, this girl. You you know who I'm talking about? Are you no. looking at the video? Mm-mm. This girl looks like a child. Maybe I should not be watching this without pants on. <laughs> I forgot you weren't wearing pants. She's got a beautiful fucking voice. Got to fucking Google her now. <laughs> that was just weird. This is boy genius. Are we going to harmonize? I sound like a 70s producer. Ladies, we got three of you there for a reason. Are we going to harmonize? Here we go. Here we go. Bring it all together. Who the fuck is that? Isn't that Lucy? She looks like Khaleesi. Oh. She looks like Khaleesi and sings like Ariana Stark. Next to Can I tell you the most sexist thing you'll ever hear all day? Sure. I'm always impressed when I see women playing guitar, and I'm like, why did you learn it? Like, I learned it to get chicks. <laughs> why did you learn it? <laughs> like, what was your, what was your like, oh, I want to learn this so I could dot, dot. Oh, you like music? You didn't just want pussy in freshman year in college? Shut up. <laughs> did it work for you? Oh, No. <laughs> Oh, I'm all over Boy Genius tomorrow on the plane. Work a midnight surgery. One's playing a mandolin. Let's just jump forward and see if there's like a different change in the song. Let's just see if we have like a cupcakes in an oh. oven. Oh, I like I like a little banter. <laughs> Khaleesi is still playing the guitar. Hmm. That's a good wholesome joke. Oh. There were two cupcakes in an oven, and one of them said, it's getting really hot in here, and the other one said, oh my gosh, a talking muffin. <laughs> Wait, Wait, cupcakes? <laughs> Dang it, I'm so bad at humor. I thought she I said she didn't want to be funny anymore. <laughs> you baited yeah. me. They way to put her in a box there, Khaleesi. Where does the king of England keep his armies? In his sleeveys. In his sleeveys. <laughs> okay, I like it. Anyway, <laughs> not our forte. It's totally my forte, Lucy. Uh, <laughs> I like these three together. Uh, okay. I might go see Boy Genius. This is like Wilco, and then she's like Jeff Tweedy off on her own. Here we go. New song. We're just, and then I'm going to show you some of the best stand up I've ever seen in my life. So like way to lull me to sleep on fucking open tabs. <laughs> I get it that you were drinking red wine. Some of us were smoking weed. Now I'm passed out. Good call. Let's get out of this. <laughs> I'm gonna je- check out Boy Genius. All right, Freddie Soto. Do you know who he is? We're closing off Freddie Soto. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite bits ever. This is one of my favorite fucking bits ever. Freddie Soto passed when he was 37 years old, I think. Um, will you pull up Freddie Soto's yeah. Wikipedia? Read it off. I never met Freddie Soto. We are the same age. Uh, we would be the same age. We had children at the same time. There was a few of us. I talked about this with Joe Coy. There was a few of us that had kids around the same time. And you'd look at them and you go, 
That's my path. Yeah, he was 35. Were you born in 1970? 1972. He's a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. But he was 35. I think he had one child, maybe. Ooh, alcohol, Xanax, and fentanyl. He passed away in like 2004. Five. 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know Freddie. Uh, I, I, if 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 I had unlimited funds, no joke, I'd do a documentary. On, two documentaries I'd do: Freddie Soto and Chicken. Just two guys that fascinated me, that were a part of my life, but I never met. You know what I mean? Freddie Soto was funny as fuck. I saw this special, and there was something about it. Like you, it's hard to explain to someone who doesn't do comedy. Sometimes you can write a joke. Sometimes you write a joke, and it's very mathematical. Sometimes you write a joke and no one could ever tell that joke ever again. Sebastian's that way. Like when you watch Sebastian, no one can do what Sebastian's doing. Mm-hmm. Freddie Soto had something so special when I watched him that I, I literally was like, I hope one day I can get to where that is. This is my favorite Freddie Soto bit ever, ever. And I'm going to play it for you. I hope you enjoy it. The video is a little grainy, but me and Jesus Trejo were in... Uh, we're in uh, La Jolla this weekend, and we were just talking about Freddie Soto so much. And so I put this. I sent it to myself. He was on the Three Amigos tour. I think that was him, uh, uh, Carlos Mencia, and um, Pablo Francisco. And uh, But here we go. I really enjoy this bit. I hope you guys have a great week. I will be – all shows are sold out in uh, wherever the fuck I am this weekend. Brea Improv, New Year's Eve. Get your tickets. It's my last club date for a full calendar year. It is legit my last club date for a full calendar year. So I will see you guys there. I'm going hard as fuck. Bums me out that a guy like Freddie Soto isn't doing huge theaters right now. Mm. Like, you'll never understand that in my head. Because I go, by the way, at the same time, I was eating a dickload of Xanax. No one knew Xanax was as bad as they know it now. Mm -hmm. Just eating Xanax and drinking. Same with fentanyl. I don't know how he got fentanyl. Yeah, that was early. He died from fentanyl in 2005. I don't think anyone was on fentanyl back then. All right. Freddie Soto, everybody. Enjoy this pit. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. We got to get the volume up. All right. They'll wake you up the next day. By the way, this is... uh, Okay, he's talking about his dad, okay? Just because I've watched this whole special. He's talking about his dad and him partying hard. That's the whole premise. And how dads don't give a fuck. They'll wake you up the next day, bro. They'll wake you up at 5.30 in the morning, man. Maybe earlier. Right? They don't even have to shake you to wake you up. All they got to do is stare at you. <laughs> That'll open your eyes, man. Oh, shit. Feels like they've been there all fucking night. When you open your little crusty eye, you know? Huh? Hey, good morning! <laughs> Mr. Party Time! Let's go, Cameron, wake up. We're going to re-roof the goddamn house. Dude, him doing his dad's voice makes me giggle so fucking hard because I grew up around Cuban dads and they were like that. Oh, smells like a fucking brewery in here. That's a Mexican accent, but... Huh? Mom! <laughs> She's not here. <laughs> oh, fuck. And you're up on the roof, man, and you're busting your balls. Right, hammering? 
you have that father and son tension. You know, where they send you to go look for shit, but they don't know what it is or where it is. Mijo, go find me that, you know that. La cosa, cabrón, la cosa. Para scrapear, but you know, to put it next to it and do it, you know. Pues la chingadera, la chingadera. The fucking thing. Dad, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Find it. All right, man, take it easy. Just tell me where it is, man, and I'll find it. Where is it? Where is it? It's right there. Well, right there? What do you mean right there? Everything's right there. Don't be stupid. All right, look right there next to the left. <laughs> next to the what, man? You know what's so brilliant about this? Is, is I mean, just as a comic... Every time he does his line, he looks to his dad, and every time his dad does a line, which is the funny one, he stares at the audience. It's so fucking brilliant. You don't see it on the left? Then look more lefter. More lefter. <laughs> dad, more lefter. That's not even a word, man. Well, I'm not in school, Mr. Rogers, all right? God it. <laughs> now look on top of the thing by the side, on the middle. <laughs> no, I enter la cosa, pendejo, para la izquierda. Next to the top of the thing by the left that I'm telling you. No, you're not looking on purpose, cabron. You're not looking on purpose. I know what you're doing. This is my favorite. No, no. He's... Oh, oh, but if it was your friends that you got drunk with. Oh. <laughs> oh. I found it. Charlie. Oh, let me look harder for you, Charlie. Look, I found it. I love you, Charlie. Let's go get drunk and pee on my dad. <laughs> dad that was a mistake. I didn't even mean to pee on you. You better find it. Because if I go there and I find it, I'm going to kick your ass. Oh. Regardless. <laughs> You got to watch this whole special. Watch it online. Freddie Soto. Can I just... I, I, I'm telling you when I say this. Like, as a comic, you're inspired by other comics. Some comics steal. Some comics, I think myself included, get inspired by a guy. Get inspired. This fucking right here is so... makes Inspires me to write about my family better and more intense with better focus. This line right here. Now look on top of the thing by the side on the middle. I mean, he's describing someone so perfectly without saying who they are, mm -hmm. right? But fucking when his dad loses his shit. No, I enter la cosa, pendejo, para la izquierda. Next to the top of the thing by the left that I'm telling you. <laughs> no, you're not looking on purpose, cabrón. You're not looking on purpose. I know what you're doing. No, no. He's pacing the stage. Oh. But if it was your friends that you got drunk with, oh, oh, I found it. Oh, let me look harder for you, Charlie. Look, I found it. I love you, Charlie. Oh. Let's go get drunk and pee on my dad. Oh, God, that is so fucking funny. God, I hope everyone enjoys that as much as I do. Uh, I hope I have a great week. How, how much time did we do? Hour 16. I'm buzzed. I got to go finish dinner for my daughters. I love you with all my heart. Spokane, I will see you this weekend. Brea, the end of the year. 
at the Brea Improv Body Shots World Tour. All shows are almost sold out. If you wanted to see me on this tour, go to burtburtburt.com. I just got an email today. All shows are almost sold out. Wow. Go to Body Shots. Go to burtburtburt.com. I love you with all my heart. Paul, we did this for you. No pants. State King. Follow him on Instagram. God bless. Don't stand up. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.